0: Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. The Your Corey Chambers SoCal Home Real Estate Newsletter for October 2020 is ready for you. You can see it at on the LA Loft blog, www.laloftblog.com. And uh, in it, you'll see a story about a very special young person, someone who is uh, being helped dramatically, life-changing surgery from Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Uh, It's a boy who had severe scoliosis, and they're able to straighten out his bones, lengthen bones, and they used to take many, many surgeries, but now they have a brand new technology. Uh, They just do one surgery. They put in the the steel rods and the uh, screws and so forth, and then they, when they need to lengthen it and so forth, they just do it magnetically uh, without having to do surgery. So that's... uh, life-changing, pain-reducing um, surgery technology at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. So that's one example. They, they treat a huge number of kids every day at that big hospital. So a really big percentage of their funds come from uh, donations from us that we do when you refer us to someone who you know who's making a move. Uh, not only will they benefit from our award-winning service, but those children's, the kids at Children's Hospital benefit as well. So that's how it's done. We give a portion of our income from homes that we sell. And uh, so that's, that's how you're able to help us uh, so easily and so effectively to r- raise so much money to do so much good for these kids. Really is a great way to help the kids so whoever you know who might be making a move, um, please refer them to our real estate sales team. Um, go to our website or call us. Website is referralshelpkids.com. It's www.referralshelpkids.com. Or just give me a call at 213-880-9910. And uh, October, September was a scary month for the stock market. And October is usually more likely to be a super scary stock market. That's uh, some of the biggest crashes in history have been in October. October is a scary month. That's why Halloween is done in October. Um, so that people—that's when people are getting ready to survive the winter. They've finished their harvest, or they're pretty much finished the, the fall harvest, stocking up on food. And, um, and then uh, battening down the hatches for the winter. So that used to be a matter of life or death. And that's why one reason we have Halloween uh, celebrating this surviving these matters of life or death, which is going from fall to winter. It's a very naturally scary season. October's a naturally scary month, uh, gen- genetically. Uh, It's built in for all animals to really start uh, stocking up for the winter. Um, Even humans uh, now, after nearly two years of of mass hysteria and uh, destruction of the economy on a massive scale, the biggest destruction of the world economy, probably bigger than World War II as far as destruction of GDP across the entire world. Uh, we've seen the worst ever, uh, man-made, the virus isn't, is not reducing GDP, the people, politicians and the, the masses, the overreaction and the bad, uh, bad economic choices. Um, so we're going to see that played out in a big way. The billionaires are winning, winning, winning. Uh, The billions and billions, tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars uh, is being shifted to the billionaires out of the pockets of the middle class. And uh, the struggling are being pushed into dire poverty. And of course, it's worse. Not only is it very bad in the United States, the poverty getting worse and worse. They're getting more and more people getting pushed into poverty. But overseas it's even worse with uh, potentially up to 100 million, uh, mostly children, mothers and children, uh, pushed into um, starvation, and uh, near starvation. I and mean, just being hungry. When's the last time you've been very hungry for a long time? For most Americans, it's, it's not long. For me, my main problem is having too much food around all the time and being spoiled, uh, you know, not even letting the refrigerator ever run out of milk or butter or eggs or cheese or bread or anything, uh, and now we rarely run out. We usually have too much food, which is the result of not running out got to end up with too much and then trying not to waste any food trying not to throw away any food. We've been doing a pretty good job of keeping things in stock and not running out of food and not letting not letting very much food spoil but the result is it causes me to gain too much uh, fat so uh, we're going to have to get used to running out of food because <laughs> that's the natural course of things is to run out of some foods, not run out of all food, but to run out of, you know different types of foods. Um, I don't know how long it's been since I've been had no food. Uh, most Americans don't run into that very often. Except for kids, because kids cannot just, uh, uh, they've got to rely on their parents. If their parents are having issues with drugs or crime or uh, uh, being, um, or just not being a good parents or many other problems, then the kids go hungry. Um, that happened almost never when I was a kid, because I enjoyed... Um, working in the school cafeteria so probably almost probably almost every other year I was working in the cafeteria um, pretty frequently I can't remember exactly how many years it was definitely at least three four five six years out of my school it might have been more than that so school is uh, 12 grades plus kindergarten, so that's 13 plus preschool, 14 years of school. And when, yeah, it's probably a good five or six years. So almost, yeah, almost half of those years I was volunteering to work in the um, kitchen, in the cafeteria, uh, help, you know, serving lunches to to kids. And then uh, uh, high school, um, they had me handling the cash, and I don't think I ever stole any cash for myself. But I think I might have given a few bucks to um, to uh, Jimmy, my neighbor, a very nice neighbor Jimmy, very charismatic, handsome. Uh, young man I think I slipped him a few, more than a few bucks or not, not a lot of money but over the course of the year I might have given Jimmy uh, 5, 10, 15 dollars or more um, and, although that's not terribly expensive for a whole semester of service but that's not uh, that's not the way that I normally think I just happen to be very fond of Jimmy And, uh, I think I helped him cheat on his, uh, German test as well, because I was, I also corrected his, I was a teacher's aide for his German class. Um, so he got a a little bit better grade in there, thanks to my help, and he, he helped me out a lot, and he gave me a hand, uh, now and then. So, thank you, Jimmy, and, uh. Very, uh, very rarely stolen anything. And it was usually because I was—I um, had one girlfriend in elementary school, and her idea was to steal candy from the store. And uh, we got—we stole some candy, went to another store, was stole some candy without even putting it in our pocket, and then we got got caught, and our parents got called. Uh, so, never stole anything again until another Jimmy another gym in junior high school high school made me steal a couple things uh, so um, which I take responsibility for it's just the uh, the impetus to, to steal is not does not come from within me uh, generally it's uh, I don't steal anything for myself. I like to work uh, for what I have. Uh, What else? Um, Speaking of stealing, uh, let's see, one of my jobs when I worked for a bank, they were pushing what they call the gray area. Uh, which I think ventured into the red line or over the red line as far as taking money out of clients' accounts, uh, uh, credit card processing, merchant accounts. Um, So uh, that also was not my idea, so I did not stick around there for too long. I got a little bit caught up in my bills and uh, I was able to buy uh, like a $200 sewing machine for um, my friend Chris who I was also very fond of. And uh, one thing I like about real estate is I have not seen any stealing going on in real estate other than the con artist, uh, Drew Donovan, who was defrauding, um, conning, and uh, scamming people by pretending to be a wealthy guy who was going to give them money and buy properties for them and all this other stuff. He was extremely skilled. so. Um, I was, uh, he conned me out of not too much, I think maybe $1,600 total by leading me to believe that he was helping another guy, friend, to buy a million-dollar condo. So for me, it's worth risking $1,800 when I have a client who's buying a million-dollar condo. Uh, So the problem is that um, he was a, the guy who was supposedly helping him buy it uh, was a con artist, and so when I talked to the, his his uh, victim, who he claimed was a friend, an old friend that he was helping, and the, uh, referred found me because I was they found me for a particular property they were wanted to look at, uh, and so. That's how I got involved. So I told the victim, who was at that point my client, who I thought I was helping to buy a property according to what they both told me. Uh, and it turned out the, the guy who claimed to be so wealthy and wanted to help me pay off like all my credit cards Uh, but the way that what he was doing was very suspicious to me so when I told my client who was his victim that his friend who purported to be wealthy was you know doing a lot of behaviors similar to what a con artist would be doing he said oh yeah in fact uh, I gave him, he said that he was going to help me buy that house and get me a car and pay off my bills and, but so far he really hasn't given me anything, he's just asked me for money and I've given him (laughs) $15,000. So then I said, uh, that's, uh, and then he told me one more thing which was that, a payment that he was supposedly made on his credit card to pay off his credit card bills um, like bounced or something. So I said, we need to go to the police immediately and report report him. So we reported him. And uh, sure enough, the credit cards that he, of mine that he offered to pay off those payments bounced. He was just making fake payments, fake payments, fake payments. Uh, using all sorts of technologies and fake paperwork and so forth. He was using banks and hotels and banks and uh, very, very skilled con artist, Drew Donovan. So, uh, he deserves credit for being, as far as I know, LA's most skilled and prolific con artist. So he deserves, deserves a little credit for that, but Those are the same skills that he could be using to help people to do sales, sales marketing, real estate, and other stuff. And you can't be a convicted felon and and be a real estate agent, but you can be a convicted felon and do lots of other sales that pay a lot of money, and you can do a lot of other real estate activities that make a lot of money you can be actively involved in transactions as a partner in a real estate transaction, even if you're a convicted felon. So, I mean, he could have been doing all those sorts of things legally and doing real transactions instead of fake transactions. So the amount of time that he was spending doing fake transactions, he could have been putting that time into doing real transactions and be helping, actually helping himself and others to be uh, wealthy and he was smart enough. the problem is he's got to be kind of a sociopath to enjoy uh, harming people's stealing people's money um, and also self uh, harming himself as well Because he was not always, he was living better than a lot of people, maybe better than average a lot of times, but he would be much better off by being honest, you build up reputation and repeat customers who keep coming back to you and doing more and more and more transactions, bigger and bigger and bigger transactions. And when you are ripping people off, you're Losing money, but you're you're getting zero repeat customers. Actually, you do get some, because there's some people that are a glutton for punishment or that uh, um, would believe him that, you know, something happened, it wasn't his fault. Uh, If he was still in touch with people, he would say, oh, it was my, you know, my... um, my family trust was having a problem, it was having delays, and it, uh, this happened and that happened, and I'm sorry, and I will, I'll make it up to you. Um, I'll give you all that I promised you, and plus a lot more. Um, and then before long, he would ask them for another, you know, 500 bucks, 5,000 bucks <laughs> or more. So uh, that is uh, what happened with Drew Donovan. And uh, so that's the only um, scamming, thieving, stealing that I've seen uh, recently. And that happened a few years ago. Uh, But if you read the LA Loft blog a lot, you'll see that we've reported on him scamming people in Tennessee just a couple months ago. So uh, now we're still spending a lot of time uh, helping to fight fraud by, by reporting and warning people to avoid con artists, fraudsters, scammers like, uh, like Drew Donovan. So that's pretty much it. Take a look on the LA Loft blog for the Corey Chambers SoCal Home Real Estate Newsletter for October 2021. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.